0: Welcome back to the one-up formula solo episodes. And if you're new to this podcast, give you quick context. What we do on these solo episodes is I break down one of the one-up formulas from the previous guests and tell you what I did to take action because I want you all to take action with me, right? I'm going out here and doing these things that they say. So I encourage you all to do that as well. So if you do one of the one-up formulas in the podcast, what I would absolutely love to see, this get, this would get me fired up, it gives me oxygen, is if you could, please share what your one-up formula takeaway was from the interview after you listened to this solo episode and talk to us about your journey. You could have been like, hey, Morgan, I'm going to talk about sleep today. You could have been like, hey, I l- heard that episode from Dana Wright and I realized I need to get my sleep together. My sleep is off. Cool. Let's talk about it. Let's dive into it and discuss how we can move forward in that direction. Real quick. I want to show some love to one of our sponsors, Lee, and my guy, Kyle Lacey over there. It's a powerful yet simple readiness and training software for high growth sales teams. And as we all know, it's a virtual environment. So it's really important to have the remote teams on the same page so they can deliver amazing experiences to the customers and prospects. And I love their motto, by the way, do better work. Check them out. They're helping major brands like HelloFresh, Goodwill, Birchbox, and Thrive Market do success. And a lot of their clients are saying that their software gives them a lot more confidence in the way that they onboard their new reps and their existing reps. That's massive. So if you're in the market for it, check them out. Easy to use, easy to adopt. It's Lessonly.com. So it's L-E-S-S-O-N-L-Y.com. And you can also click the link in the show notes to get there as well. Let's get into what we're going to talk about today. What you all are here for is to hear my experience from last week's episode, Dana Wright. She was great. She was great. We went down a lot of different paths. It's kind of like a windy river. (laughs) But that river at the end of the day led to something very, very beautiful. Because there were so many actionable nuggets in there from someone who is such a high performer. And we learned a lot. And because we learned a lot, I wanted to unpack one of those things that we learned. And one of the things that we learned was sleep. Now, who in here, as you're listening, struggles with sleep? I don't know. You may be working out in the gym. You may be taking a walk. You may you know, you may be in your apartment. Just just be like, yep. Just pause and be like, yep, that's me. <laughs> just, just take a moment and be like, that's me. <laughs> I and so and so the reason I ask that question is because I'm that way I struggle with sleep when I'm working on something so I will be like very high performing I'll be very very focused and I won't pay attention to my sleep I'll go to bed at like 11 12 and still wake up at 5 a.m and mentally I'll just tell myself to go and I've never had any obstacles with that to be honest now, a lot of it may be due to the reason that I'm younger in my career. That might that might be the case, right? I haven't, you know, I haven't done the the certain things like I'm not older, right? But the thing is I I realized that over time as I don't get as much sleep that I started to get more tired as of late. So it really hit me at the end of January when March, you know, COVID hit. We had to quadrupled down on our business from a sales training standpoint we lost a lot of clients that we would travel to and a lot of people at at the beginning didn't want to do any virtual training they wanted to do in person so they said they would wait right so that required more prospecting more selling more work and i would not sleep as much and i would work like every single day and mentally i just said hey we just need to get through this i'm gonna grind it out and i did and we we were all good at the end of the day and we hit our goals and we were set based on our readjustment. However, I realized that that me neglecting sleep hit me hard at the end of January because I started to realize that I was waking up later. So I go to bed at like 11 and I wake up at seven. I was like, what is wrong with me? Like I like physically couldn't get up and it really started to stress me out because I was like, well, have I like hit my limit? Like I've never, it's never happened to me before. I was like, what's going on <laughs> I don't like this at all I'm used to just be able to go 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 and now I was just stopping and I was like oh my goodness like what is happening so I, I it kept happening consistently I went to bed early like at 10 I still wake up at 7 and I didn't have that morning time that is serenity to me I don't know about you all but I have to have my morning time to get my, to ease myself in the day I don't like getting launched into the day it really throws me off and it can stress me out. And I don't get stressed that often, to be honest. But when I'm thrown into the day and I have no prep, I can't ease into it. I don't get my workout in. I don't get my prayer in. I don't get my journaling in. It throws me off hardcore. And I'm not a big fan of it. So what I realized I had to do is take a step back and be like, all right, how do I fix this? Well, first and foremost, it's about admitting it, right? Because... Dana talked about how sleep was affecting her and she wasn't able to perform at the highest level. She just thought, oh, I could just get through it. Like I've been working hard for years, but she said a lot of that had to do from her perspective, it was actually affecting her internally. So she was facing certain things that she didn't realize that she was facing from an internal obstacle standpoint because she wasn't getting the appropriate sleep. So she was like, I got to get more serious about this, right? We have to get very serious about sleep. Right. And I know there's obviously a lot of people out there. Like, oh, we can sleep when we die. However, I realized that, yeah, if you're performing at 60 percent because you're not getting enough sleep, that could be affecting the, your clients, the way you work with them. It could be affecting the way you work with your coworkers. It could be impacting the, the delivery of your projects. It could even be impacting relationships. And I will be honest, like it was impacting all those things because I couldn't get the appropriate sleep. And so I realized I had to make a change. And so it was mid or mid to late February. Cause it, this has been happening for like a month. It was getting, it was getting bad. And so I was like, all right, what am I going to do here? And also Dana even added extra insights. Cause whenever it was, it was back in February. So she gave me like extra insights and I was like, I have to make these changes. So first and foremost, she talked about deep and REM sleep. Now I did some more research on that. I was like, what the heck does that even mean? <laughs> right? Like, why is that important? So basically at the end of the day, Our brain is always active. And when you do REM sleep, it allows you to have like deeper sleep, which it allows your brain to get the rest that it needs as well. And you want to be able to get deep sleep in the REM sleep because that will allow you to get the rest that you need. Now, typically from what, from what we heard, you want to be around 20 to 30% inside of that REM sleep. And some of you may be wondering, how do you track that? Dana mentioned a lot of apps in the episode, so I encourage you all to go listen to that. Like She breaks them down by each thing, and she's like, this is what you need to be doing. She gets very granular, so I would encourage you all to go listen to that episode because she breaks it down better than, than how, I, how I can. But, I mean, to keep it really simple, you can go get an Apple Watch. Uh, there's a ton of sleep apps in there, like Relax and Sleep Well. That, that's an app that you can go check out. There's a power nap one in there as well. Uh, There's one literally just called Sleep Cycle. There's another one called Awoken. So there's a lot of different apps out there. To be honest, I would just encourage you to do your research and figure out what works best for you. At the end of the day, I found that you could easily get an Apple Watch or you can get a phone. Your phone can even track it. Interesting enough, I have not gotten an app yet. To be 100% honest with you all, I'm still doing my research. And my thing is what I'm probably going to do is I'm going to get my Apple Watch because it can serve as something that can check your REM sleep, your deep sleep, and also it can track my exercising too. And so I'd rather get something all in one than get something one by one, to be honest with you all. So right now what I'm doing is looking at different options on what Apple Watch I want, and I'm going to buy one, and then I'll be able to talk about this in a later episode when I'm like, hey, remember when I mentioned that Apple Watch? I got it. We we out here. (laughs) So when I get it, I'll let you all know. But the thing is, like, go pick an app and that will allow you to identify what your rim or your deep sleep is. And typically in terms of how much sleep you're looking to get. So I always thought it was just like, I can get five to six. I'm good. However, Dana talks about, no, you need to get at least seven to eight. So I was like, whoa, OK, I need to I need to readjust every single thing that I'm doing right now because I am not doing that right now at all. I was getting like five to maybe seven, not seven to eight consistently. So, you know, as you should do, I went back to the drawing board. And I was like, all right, how do I go about this? Now, if you follow this podcast, you know, I'm all about formulas. I'm probably the most scientific nerdy person out there because I just love everything I do. It has to have a formula. If it doesn't have a formula, I want nothing to do with it. So I'm going to give you all the exact formula that I follow. That's been helpful for me and take this information and apply it to your life. Maybe my Make a couple tweaks, but you'll notice that the form is going to be very consistent. Now, okay, you know about deep sleep. You know about REM sleep. These are things we're trying to obtain. Typically, you want to get seven to eight hours. And then also as well, I think REM sleep, you want to be around like 90 minutes of 90 minutes within the seven, to eight hours because that's like the deep, deep, deep sleep that you want to try to get. So couple, these are the steps that I take. So first and foremost, you need to determine when do you want to go to bed? Right, because if we don't have a goal of when we go to when we're gonna go to bed, you're just gonna go to bed at any other time, and, and people are gonna take hold of your schedule. People are gonna call you. You're gonna get caught up in Instagram. You're gonna be looking at YouTube videos. You're gonna be on TikTok. I mean, <laughs> all these places can take over for you, right? And we don't want that. So decide number one: when are you gonna go to bed? So what I've made a decision on is I go to bed ten to 30. and I give you that range because sometimes I might be finishing up something, so I may need the extra 30 minutes, I may want to call my girlfriend, I may be talking to a friend, right, I may be watching a YouTube video, getting some insights, because I block off my calendar to learn, that's that's a side note, but I actually do that now, I block off time to learn, just like we're in school, block off time to learn, it just makes your life easier, and so, once I hit that 10-10-30 mark, that's when I am heading to bed, now, why, I go to bed at that time, because I like to get up very early, 5-5-30, so, if we do the math, if I go to bed at 10 o'clock, that would be seven hours to five o'clock, right? And, you know, I could even go to bed earlier, to be honest. I, I just could start going to bed at like at 9.45, 9.30, right? I mean, that's like my goal. I want to start getting up like even earlier, so I got to go to bed earlier. But everyone's going to be different here. Some of you may be late workers. You may be a developer you may be in it you may just like going to bed later right but you might go to bed at 12 but then you might wake up at 8 but your day your day fits for you to do that i just like waking up early because i like to get things done i don't like to mess around i'm like yo let's, let's get to it <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i'm ready to get after it. and also i wake up really early to go work out i do not like people around me in the gym how many are like that? How many are like, yo? I just don't like people in the gym. Hit me up on an Instagram at Morgan J Ingram. We can, we can have a separate conversation about that and just be like, yo, Morgan, I don't like when people are in the gym with me. <laughs> like, I do not like it because people talk, try to talk to you. People are loud. I don't, I don't have time for that. Yo, like, yo, I don't even want to be here. <laughs> right, I'm just trying to get to it, get my stuff done, and I'm out. Deuces, right? So that's why I wake up early. Also, I like the serenity. I mentioned it earlier. I like the quiet time. No one's texting me. No one's hitting me up. The only people that will hit me up are people that are international, like that are like my London people or things of that nature. Like That's about it. But for the most part, it is very, very quiet. No one's hitting me up about random things that I need to go do. It, it's my time to grow. It's my time to move forward and think of that nature. I watch a YouTube video every single morning. So it's my time to grab information and execute on it that day, which is my whole focus and goal at the end of the day. I know, I know. Getting an interruption in the middle of the episode and having an ad pop up in the middle of a great point is the worst. However, I want to show some love to my organization and sponsor, JB Sales. And as many of you know, I started out giving out sales content on a YouTube channel podcast called the SR Chronicles, and I created the one up formula to figure out different concepts. However, on a day to day basis, I'm still talking about sales. And I am a business professional that happens to give out sales techniques and a sales trainer over at JB Sales. And we train reps for leading companies like Slack, Google, MindBody, Salesforce, and many fast growing companies like that. And what some of you may not know, hot tip, is that you can access our content for yourself with our new on demand platform so people are constantly asking me for my sales tips and constantly asking questions from multiple platforms like on instagram linkedin twitter and everything that i talk about is inside of the on-demand platform and we're seeing crazy results from people all across the board and people are dming telling me hey we're, we're scheduling 20x more meetings 2x on our cold call conversions and using video prospecting to schedule net new meetings into accounts they never were able to. So, if you're interested in this, on these incredible results that we're seeing, feel free to check us out. And if you're in sales and if you're looking to up your sales game, this is for you. So, check us out, JB Sales On Demand over at ondemand.jbarrels.com. That's ondemand, J B A R R O W S.com. And per usual, I'll put the link in the show notes. All right, let's get back in the episode. So things I do before bed, right? How do you make sure that you go to bed at 10, 30, right? And you're not just staring at the ceiling. So three main things that I do before I go to bed. Number one is I will make sure to do some type of reading before I go to bed. Now, some of you may have heard this before. It's very hard to go to sleep when you've interacted with blue light. So that means you're on your phone, you're on your computer, even playing video games. I'm guilty of this. I will definitely play video games before bed. But at this point, it doesn't really affect me on how I go to sleep, to be honest. And there may be some factors there that could dispute what I'm saying. I'm just saying for me personally, playing video games before bed is very soothing to me. So it actually helps me sleep better. That's like a piece there. But number one, is I do, I'm doing something before I go to bed that's going to relax me and enrich me. So the things that I do are, I'm reading a couple pages of my book. Right, right now I'm reading Bob Iger, Ride of a Lifetime, amazing book. If you haven't checked it out, he he was the CEO of Disney. Now he's the chairman of Disney. So lots of nuggets there. I'm learning a lot from him. Then I might read something that's in my journal. Right, I might do like a wind down in my journal. I might watch a YouTube video to get like a, an insight, just for something to me to think about before bed. Or I'll play video games. Like so, I have something that decompresses me or enriches me. That's that's number one there. Number two is. I put my phone in the living room. I don't take my phone with me in the bedroom unless I'm talking to somebody and like I I go in there. But for the most part, I will keep my phone in the living room. So I don't immediately grab it and I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna go on social. So I keep it in the living room so I have to make a journey out there. So how my layout works is that my bedroom is right next to my bathroom. So I'll go to the bathroom first, no phone, brush my teeth, blah, blah, blah. Then I'll come to the living room, grab my phone, I already have my gym clothes on because I sleep in my gym clothes, and then I go immediately to the gym. Now, obviously, I get on my phone to play music and stuff like that. So that's where people are. Like, oh, don't use your phone. Well, I got to play music, so I'm not going to sit in the gym in silence and look at people and be like, oh, what am I doing here? Like, like I get on the phone and I make sure that I'm playing music. I might check a couple stuff, but I'm not going crazy, right? I'm there to get the workout done so I can come back up, right? And then number three is I sleep with white noise. Now, white noise, at the end of the day, for context, it's basically noises that helps you go to sleep. It brings you in a state that's very relaxed. And also, as well, it gets you away from thinking a lot of things. So I don't know if anyone struggles with this. If you do, take a pause and be like, that's me, Morgan. That's 100% me. So what I have an obstacle with is I think a lot when I'm I'm in the bed. I'm going through all the scenarios of how I could have done better that day. I go through what am I supposed to do tomorrow? I go through what I'm supposed to do in three months. I go through what I'm supposed to do in six months. I think about all the things that, oh, I need to reach out to this person, I need to talk to that person. My brain is, it's all over the place. And it's great throughout the day, it's awful when you're trying to sleep. Because like, yo, fam, brain, shut off, bro. Like, I don't need you right now. (laughs) Like, I'm trying to sleep. So we can get, get get to it tomorrow. So what I found to be really impactful is what I'll do is I'll throw on Ambient noise. That's what it's called. White noise, ambient noise. Um, essentially, ambient noise is multiple noises. White noise is a is one noise. So I've tried out different things. I've done white noise. I've done pink noise. I've done brown noise. I've done a lot of different things. I'm going to tell you what's helpful for me, but I just want you all to think about ambient noises. If you do this going to sleep, I guarantee you will sleep better. 100% guarantee. Like I started doing this and I knock out like a baby. So I have a Amazon spot in my room. And it's like the video one. And what I'll do is I'll say, Alexa, ambient noise. And they're like, yeah, what noise do you want? I always pick the same noise. Rainforest. Rainforest has been like the best for me. I like, for some reason, I like the animals making noises in the rainforest. That just makes me go to sleep for some reason. I have to have it. And I do this actually pretty much everywhere I go. like Vacation, et I, I always have the white noise or, or the ambient noise. And so I play that rainforest and I pass out pretty quickly. So figure out what yours is going to be from an ambient noise standpoint. I pick rainforest. You need to pick whatever you need to decide on. There's a ton of them. I mean, they have <laughs> they have just rain. They have forest. Not rainforest, but they just have a forest. So it's a, it's a little bit different. And then they have safari. They have thunder. They have lightning. They have pink noise. Pink noise is actually pretty interesting. So pink noise is, is supposed to help you increase your memory. So if you listen to it every night, it helps increase your memory. So something to pay attention to, to feel like you don't have the best memory, you can go listen to Pink Noise and do it for 30 days and see how it changes that memory set. It actually helped me out a little bit. So I used it, but I'm trying to sleep. Rainforest. That's my go-to. So check that out if you want to. The third step is in. you're in the bed, right? So how do you sleep? I think this is also another critical factor is figuring out what temperature you like to sleep in. Uh, I find that I sleep like I sleep in the Arctic. <laughs> I'm, I'm Polar Bear Morgan at the end of the day. And, and everyone laughs at me because they're like, why do you sleep in such cold weather? I don't understand. like 65 degrees Fahrenheit is what my apartment is when I sleep. I like to sleep in the cold. I like to get the blankets. I like to snuggle up in my blankets, and be like, yo, don't talk to me. All right. Like I'm trying to sleep. I cannot sleep in hot weather. I don't know how people sleep like in Miami weather, like I was like, oh, I, I sleep in 75 degrees. I'm like, yo, that I get uncomfortable. I start to sweat. I don't like it. I'd rather sleep in 65 degrees in my apartment, AC on. That's me. You can be different. That's cool. Would love to hear what people's differences are on how you sleep. I'm just telling you, this is the way. <laughs> All right. That's the way I go about it. And uh, typically I have like two pillows, And I get deep. I go covers and then I go sheets. Um, I'm all in it. And I typically will sleep on the right side. I think it's actually interesting, like the sides you sleep on. I found that I'm pretty consistent on the side that I sleep on. If I don't sleep on the right side, I take longer to sleep is what I've realized, right? Because you could be a middle person. You could be a left person or a right person from what I've seen. So I actually really like the right. That makes me go to sleep faster. That's what I've actually seen for myself. So very small detail, but it's something to consider now some of you may be wondering does this change over the weekend no so i mean even Dana mentioned this a little bit dana Wright talked about it i mean it really depends on what your schedule is you know she said hey i've saved pretty consistent during the week but i might change on the weekend depending on the activities that i have i found that i pretty much stay consistent on how i wake up like fridays might be different because i might be out with the friends right i might play games till 1 a.m i don't really care at that point when it comes to the weekend because i've done what i need to do during the week But I will wake up pretty consistently between 6 and 8 a.m. I still wake up pretty early, according to everyone else, because I want to be able to still maximize on that because I get up early on Saturdays and Sundays, and that's still a time for me to learn. Like I have like six to nine is like a block of time for me to go learn. So that could be from a YouTube channel. It could be from a podcast. It could be from a course I just bought. I have budgeting, so my income, but I have budgeting related to education. So I'm always buying or investing in something to learn from so that could be reading and stuff like that so i spend that time to learn that's why i get up early so then the rest of the day i don't have to worry about anything else like i can go have fun and i can go enjoy my life because i'm not learning at all points in time that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying if you want to take your life to that next level like that one up that i keep talking about then there's some sacrifices you have to make but in the long run they're going to be worth it so that's what i do there when i get up And do all these things that I mentioned. And I'll I'll go through the process one more time so everyone has it. I feel so much more relaxed. I feel so much better about my day. And even as I make this right now, I follow that same exact schedule. I went to bed at 10.20 last night. I actually got up at 4.45. So I was really proud of myself. I was like, oh, I'm getting up earlier. But I stood in the bed for a little bit. For about like 10, 20 minutes. You know, just kind of going over things I need to do for the day. before I get out of the bed. Then... I got up out of bed and felt great. And I was like, boom, let's get to the workout. Let's get it. Workout felt great. Took the shower, did all my stuff. Now I'm here making this episode for you all. And I'm feeling amazing about it. And when you are consistent in your sleep, you'll notice how much more productive that you are. Again, it's something that we just neglect because we're like, oh yeah, like I feel fine. But you will feel the difference between your 70% self to your 100% self. That's what makes it exciting. Like 70% me is completely different than 100% me. And as you all know, your 70% you is different than your 100% you. Be as close to 100% as you can every single day. Will we be 100% every single day? No, like things happen, life happens. We we That's not possible as humans. However, if I can aim to be consistent in getting to that 100% every single day because I'm following this sleep process I mentioned to you, you're going to be a lot better. And I'm, and I'm so glad that Dana brought sleep up on the episode. We went so deep on sleep. And again, I encourage you all to go listen to that episode because she brings up apps for measurement. She talks about the trends on how you can feel better on sleep. And again, if a VC is saying it, I think we should pay attention to it. So let's recap quickly on what I talked about. Sleep is incredibly important. Uh, typically, you want to get seven to eight hours of sleep. Okay. And if you're not getting that, start figuring out how you can start slowly getting there. This might not be a change overnight, right? You're not going to go from five hours of sleep to eight hours of sleep. Like, make your s- small changes. Like, okay, cool. I'm five, let me go to five hours and a half let me go to six right etc REM sleep and deep sleep aim to get that go get an app for that right i mentioned you could get apple watch there's a ton of different apps i mentioned like awoken and sleep cycle and things of that nature go download it go try it out for yourself figure out what's best for you and then let's break down the steps to make sure that you go to bed on time right and you wake up feeling amazing number one is pick when you are going to go to bed I'm not going to tell you when I go to bed. I, I'm not your parent, all right? but I will tell you, pick that out, right? I decided 10 to 10.30, that's for me. I'm looking to get earlier. Maybe you decide it's 11. Maybe you decide it's 12. I have no idea. Pick your time. Number two is figure out what you're going to do before bed to relax you. I do video games. I read books. I might learn something. That's what I do. That's what really Helps me, right? So number two is figure out what you're gonna do before bed, and then number three is figure out how are you going to sleep. Do you sleep in the cold like I do? Is it <laughs> is it burning hot? I, I don't know. Pick out pick out what it is for you. And then the last step is how what's gonna be your frequency. So are you gonna do this only during the week? Or are you gonna do it every single day? Figure that out. Everyone's schedule is different because I know some people, for example, might work in the industry like. One of my homies, shout out out to Will, he works in the industry. So he works for Bacardi. And so, you know, he might have a really late night because he has to be out, right? So he might not be able to have that same sleep schedule, right? You might be a nurse, right? And you may not have the same sleep schedule every single week, but you need to figure out what that is when you don't have that schedule and how is it going to help you have better sleep. So I appreciate you all listening in. Hopefully this gets you empowered to have better sleep. I know I got fired up at the listen to it. And I was like, oh man, my sleep schedule sucks. I got to change some things up. And it was very timely because I was really struggling with it. And now I feel so much better because I made these adjustments and I'm getting my seven, eight hours every single night. And I'm and I'm absolutely more productive than I've ever been. So as always, if you enjoyed this episode, you listened to all the way through, we really do appreciate you here on the one up from the podcast. And if you wouldn't mind to give us a review of, of the podcast, uh, because the more reviews and the feedback you can you give me the more quality guests we can continuously to bring on and it allows us to get this message out here to continuously one up uh, beyond just the work that we do so one up and i'll see y'all soon